Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. Say hello, dude. Uh, I'm worried about your aggression this evening. Yeah, well, it's going to be an aggressive kind of night. And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages, my friend. You're drinking. I am partaking of my Kraken and Cola. Kraken and Cola, it's a good one. Um, I should have took a nip of the Kraken. I don't know, Comic-Con two weeks in a row, I don't know if you could handle that. No, I couldn't. I am drinking uh, Stone Brewing Company again, but this is one of their Enjoy By ones, and I've had a previous one, and they're very fresh, but this one's kind of cool. This is an Enjoy By 1031.15, which is past, but there's something significant about that day. It's the last day in October. Halloween. Uh, so Halloween happened. Uh, it says frighteningly fresh on it, which I think is cool. It's got a green kind of coolness to it. Um, should we talk briefly about Halloween? Halloween was fun. Halloween was fun. I came over here. I drank. We drank a lot. Three or four of the craft game and colas. Yeah. <laughs> and some of our friends drank even more and that was fun. It was fun. I had a good time. I handled a lot of candy. You did, dude. Seriously, so much candy. He was like, oh, yeah, we shut down the street, and, you know, people come yeah. over. Oh, and now like, you saw. And I saw it, and, dude, it was ridiculous. Pretty much all of the entire uh, area, all the towns around, all the people in the country, all come to my street. And yeah, and what's up with people trick-or-treating up into, like, age 45? And with no costumes. No costumes. And no bags. Just like... I gave a child with no costume a bag. Just like, give me candy. He's all, dude, you have a bag? I was like... You didn't have a costume on. And he didn't even say trick or treat. Well, I gave him a bag. Moving on. Uh, so before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Emails at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will can be found at IMO Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. So take the time to give us a positive rating and like us and share us on the other social medias. Uh, we have no new anything. Well, because you were utter crap last week. Here's the, here's the thing. We're actually recording <laughs> earlier. We are. It is Tuesday today. It's Tuesday. Uh, we haven't given people a turnaround time, bro. We haven't. Some people just listened to the show. They did. John Skeen just listened to the show yesterday. Yeah. He was, he was pretty happy with the crap I gave you, though. <laughs> I just had to bring it back. All right, moving on. Screw you, too. <laughs> Uh, so definitely. By the way, Bono, that for you, because I know you're a listener, Bono. that wasn't saying "screw you too." Oh, that was "screw mm. you too." Well, I think we could safely say "screw you too" as well. Remember they did that whole free iTunes thing. Yeah. Moving on, uh, we have so give us ratings. Yes, please. We'll take more. That was convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we love Bono. I, I am a YouTube fan, mm. but I still think that it's kind of a far. sneaky move of. Like, automatically including it in our libraries. Is, we're pretty early in the show to start getting pop culture. True. Go. But I mean, Patreon. Also, Why don't you tell me about Patreon? No, I, oh wait, I'm not there yet. Timestamps. Mm. We have the timestamps in the show notes for non-sorter fans. Uh, you know, let us know how we're doing. People are digging the new format. Got a couple people said they're not going to listen to certain shows because they don't care, which I think is valid. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I'm just kind of wondering why everybody tweets you and nobody tweets me. 
My Twitter is at <laughs> I-A-M-G. Sorry, no. I'm laughing because I had a piece, had, had a sip of beer in my mouth and he said that. I didn't think you were going to say that. That was funny. Go, I am continue. at I-A-M-W-I-L-L-G-R-I-G-G-S. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm going to... Can I put this out there? Go ahead. If you are unhappy with any of the spinoff shows or anything Will is hosting, see where I'm going with this? Feel free to tweet at IMO Griggs and give him your feedback. I mean, I'll pass it to him. I sent that other one to him. But, you know, the point is. No, the whole reason why you should send it to me because I'm the only one who gives a crap. And so I'll fix the issues we have with our show. I mean, I kind of care. Look, I do all the editing. I just care enough. True, right? true, true. I, I, I don't, I don't. Edit. I care enough to edit. I don't edit. <laughs> so moving on, I don't know where this is going, but we're going to be not in our hour if we keep this up. <laughs> it's all your fault. Well, now the enjoy bias kicking in, and I'm having a good time. I'm happy to be podcast. I'm releasing the Kraken. <laughs> you guys couldn't see the look on his face, but it was funny. All right, moving on. So let us know you're liking it, you're not liking it. We lulled a little bit. Um, because we're going to do the Arrowverse one. Uh, we are going to come at you with a real reviews this week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to come back with uh, comics next week. So you're actually, if you're listening to this show, real reviews is already out. Yes. So welcome to the future. Ooh. You already know about what we, uh, you know what we're talking about already. Indeed. All right. So patreon.com slash usual podcast. Um, I always want to say thanks to our patrons. Give us a buck or two an episode. If you want to be super awesome. Ten bucks an episode for a few weeks. We'll get you a nice care package, courtesy of Pippi's Longstockings, my wife's shop. And I will send you some beer. And I've got, I mean, look, man, I've got a new one this week. I mean, I got i got some beers I could send to You know, I was at the store earlier today, and yeah. I saw a Lagunitas that had a Czech-style Pilsner. I think I might check that out yeah, next week. That's definitely worth it next week. Uh, AudibleTrial.com slash usual podcast. And again, 30-day free trial using our link. Uh, Ready Player One, R.A. Salvatore novels, I mean, anything Star Wars, look, all of it's good. It is. Not all of it. All the things we have ever said are good, though. Yes. Because there's some crap on Audible. Oh, yeah. But, but look, you could get that crap for free. You could. I don't think we're selling it. It's a good thing it's an affiliate thing where we don't have to, like, they're not going to drop us for... No, they won't drop us. We're their money maker. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, one, dude. That was good. That was good. All right, so should we move out of this? Let's move on. All right, Star Wars The Old Republic. Here we go. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Uh, my only community shout-out this week, not that there wasn't anything going on in the community, but... There's only one that matters this week. Well, look, there's only one that matters. Plus, it has been a little quiet. People are, people are really, I think, getting into falling apart. Mm -hmm. And I think this is important. But, uh, Extra Life Charity event is happening, which is one of the other reasons we're recording a little early. Um, we have a link in the show notes. I'll probably throw the bumper in there again from, um, Passionately Casual, Jesse and JT. This is JT. And this is Jesse from Passionately Casual Podcast. And you're listening to The Usual Podcast. Did you know that November 7th is Extra Life Day? Extra Life benefits Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, and gamers all over the world get involved by playing 12 or 24 hours straight. We'd like to invite you to join our team and play with us, or sponsor the team with a donation today. 
To find out more about the event and the cool prizes you can win with your donation, including a Spiro BB-8 app-enabled droid, please go to unholyalliance.org slash extra life. Play games. Yo, kids. Join our team, give some money, help some kids, save some lives. I won't be able to participate. Will will likely do so. I will be. And uh, I, I wish everybody the best of luck. And hopefully after the fact, I'll be able to, you know, get something going and we'll Ooh, do for a few I just hours. realized I will be at your house during... Oh, crap. You will be. I will be. So I'll be able to... You'll have to, all my gear, dude. I'll be able to enjoy fast internet. Fast internet. That's something. All right. So find Will and game with him. That'll be fun. All right. So let's get to our weeks in game, man. Um, and look, here's the deal. I mean, should, uh, you know what? Let's do this backwards. Because I think our weeks in game will become our discussion topic. Okay. And so what I want to do, let's get through the two pieces of news we have. Two. The devs have disappeared. And this is, look, they haven't disappeared. But there hasn't been much going on since we recorded last. Right. Um, there will be maintenance tomorrow, tonight. Tomorrow? What tonight. Is it? It's tonight. tonight. Um, so by the time you hear this maintenance would have happened, they're going to deploy uh, patch 4.0.1a. And I'm not sure what it is yet, but there's been some issues. The shadow lines have been down. People have had problems loading. So, you know, yeah, I'm I guessing they're going to fix week, some of this. Yeah, I found it funny last week we were having issues on Harbinger. And so... Uh, the shadow lines rarely has issues. Yeah, but it was funny because after the the uh, Harbinger was having issues, Chuck and Brian were saying, oh, it's a good thing we picked shadow lines. Sorry, <laughs> Harbinger. That's what you get, boys. That's what you get. They sure. call that hubris. Yep, she came to the Harbinger. Harbinger's where it's at. All right, so that's it for news. That pretty much is it for news. Seriously, that's it. Uh, so weeks in game, man. What did we do? Um, I uh, started working on the coffee storyline with my bounty hunter. What did you? I did. I got through chapter one. Nice. That's something. Um, I started in Instant Sexy. How was that? Uh, actually, let, yeah, let's talk about it for a minute. Because what I ended up doing after our WOG run, and we'll segue from that to this real quick. We did, we tried to do, what was it, a pub op? Um, first, and we didn't quite make it through the boss. What was it? No, we tried doing Krogger's Palace. Krogger's Palace, yeah, but that was on pub side. No. Was that on them side? Because I was running my sniper. All right. So we tried Krogger's Palace. That didn't work out, uh, too well. And I don't re- really, really remember why, but then we ended up, uh, that just... That might be the reason. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So then we ended up doing some world bosses, which was cool. Yeah, and... I really had a lot of fun with that. It was fun, and we busted out some of those achievements um, that we never got before, and fulfilled some of the alliance stuff we talked about last week, which was cool. Yeah, I also ran through some heroics. Uh, we ran through a set of heroics on Drum and Koss. Indeed. And then we ran through uh, heroics on uh, Voss. Voss, yep. And I found it funny, because Marshall's like, okay, yeah, let's go do that. And then by the time we finished the the last one on each one, he's like, oh, look, I'm the hero of Voss. I'm look, the I'm of the Voss. hero of Drum, Drum and Koss. I'm like, uh, okay, and he, Whatever. Well, Since you've had it for four years, it's fine. I didn't. Exactly. <laughs> so the point is, is I'm fulfilling achievements that I should have gotten four years ago. Uh, segue into the instant 60. So to this week in WOG, we are planning to do, um, a Republic op. Yes. And I have learned that I, that's what happened. I was healing on that amp op. Remember? Yeah, that was not good. Oh, I am not a healer. So. <laughs> no, you are not a healer. And it wasn't my fault we weren't successful. Okay, I don't wear tank top and spandex because okay. I know I can't pull it off. Indeed. So I've learned, I've learned, 
I don't heal. I'm I don't mind DPSing, but I prefer tanking. I do like tanking, and I, I and I, never I feel healed. comfortable tanking. I've never healed. Indeed. I've never tanked. Um, I'm a DPS, pure DPS. But what I discovered is if we do pub side ops, I don't really want to DPS, and I definitely don't want to heal. So I actually thought I was like, I'll start my instant sixty. I'll start a guardian tank, and that's what I did. And I've got it all ready to go. Um, I'm stoked about that. And it the process was kind of cool. It starts you right into the coffee storyline. Uh, you get this pretty sweet looking gear all ready to go for ops if you want to jump right into that. Um, I haven't started the story yet outside of the first few conversations. Again, I have it and I'm ready. And so I didn't have the upside to this whole thing for me is I have Republic characters. I have Republic tunes, but I didn't have any, any really that were ready to tank. Right. So anyway, wait. We did do that on Pubside because I was healing on my. Did I run with my gunslinger? Yeah, I was. I was running with my. Boy, I was drinking a lot that night. <laughs> we were. I was running on my Vanguard because remember I was going to switch to. We did do a no, not my Vanguard right. on on my um trooper mm-hmm. because I was gonna. I was like, well, I can't. I tank. It's because I wasn't a Vanguard, and so I ended up healing. I jumped over and switched to heal spec. I think I healed on that tune. I don't know. That whole night was a little bit of a mess. But I'm not a healer. No, you're not. Join Wog, where we don't remember what we did three days before. Okay, so <laughs> it's been a long weekend. After Halloween, maybe, maybe, I don't remember. Maybe we add a silent H in there instead of Wog, it's Wog. And it's Wog. what happened in our op skill. <laughs> Wog, that's pretty funny. Why are you pronouncing the H? Oh, you'll see. Join us. <laughs> So, uh, so it was yeah. fun, and so I decided to start that Guardian tank, so I'm stoked about that, and I have tanked on my power tech, so, you know, it should be somewhat similar. Cool. So I'm excited. So what else did we do this week? Anything? I did nothing else. Uh, let's see, what did I do? I did some more heroics last night. Um, I'm really, I'm still really enjoying the Alliance stuff. We did Star Fortress. We did do Star Fortress. Yes, I finally ran Boy, heroic memory night. <laughs> I know, right? I finally ran it because I'd run through it a few times in story mode, but this is the first time running through it in heroic mode. And I ran through heroic mode by myself earlier in the day on Alderaan. On Alderaan, and I was like, "Look, I had a hell of a time." And my tank is my assassin tanks all geared out in two hundred eight gear. I had um, one of my companions with me, but it was very low level. Right. And so, and you had the brilliant idea of leveling up some of my damn uh, companions with some of the, all, I have a cargo hold full on all my tunes of companion gear. Yeah, Marshall's uh, or response. Or companion tokens. Yeah, Marshall's response to me was, uh, dude, your companions level up with you now. <laughs> I'm like, uh, not your influence. So, I decided to level up, I actually like Deadeye. The little, um... Yeah, Deadeye's kind of cool. I was running with Lana just because she's been the one that I've been giving most of my gifts to. I've got her up to influence 19 now. Yep. And I think I've got Deadeye up to 16, 17. So mm-hmm. it's pretty fun. And it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And so we ran in there. We did a Heroic 2 together. It wasn't terribly difficult. No. But there are some uh, mechanics. I will tell you one thing to watch out for. There is a part in the... Fortress where you uh, have to go all Indiana Jones. Oh, yes. Make sure you're facing the right way so you don't walk off of... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it might be a bug, but it's pretty funny. You may or may not have to swing across a pit, but when you land, make sure you're facing the right direction and you will die. Yes. It, that, I thought it was pretty fun. And that was... So I've done two of those now. I would like to finish the rest of those out. Um, I do like that the 
couple of things I wanted to talk about that I'm, that I'm really into right now is some of the rewards for the stuff. Um, getting some of the legacy gear and that kind of thing. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I found? I wasn't, you know, cause you had said, Oh, I bought some, uh, radiant, uh, crystal gear or whatever. I'm like, Oh, where are these, uh, people? I'm like, they're down with the, uh, Oh, right. <laughs> with your, uh, your, your helpers. And I'm like, okay. So I started looking for, I found the, uh, the Alliance speeder vendor in with the, uh, the Admiral. And oh, yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool because each of the helpers have their own speeder. And then, of course, you've got one that you can buy for 10 grand or 10, 10 million. million. Yeah. There's some cool vendors. And that was, that was one of the other things. There's that vendor too, where you can get some of the pets. Mm-hmm. You can get the ones that look like the, um, Eternal, uh, Eternal Fleet and stuff like that. You can get which one is that looks cool. like the, uh, the gravestone. Yeah. You can get one that looks like the gravestone. So definitely look around, um, Odessan by now. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry if you haven't gotten there yet, but once you complete the story and you get to Odessan, like you can, there's a lot of vendors. There's the little, uh, I heard this in Utini cast and I pointed out to you. If you really want to get your missing companions mm-hmm. early, there's a, there's a little, one of the, one of the little side rooms to where you see all four of your main helpers. You can get that and oh, click on that. one thing, uh, you know, not to... Oh, and across from that's the other thing. Yeah, not yeah. to spoil a lot here, but if you want to run well on your heroics, uh, you want to make sure you get your support team up to Influence 10. Yes, that um, was Because it. there are going to be things inside the heroics that can help you. And, but and, and the thing to do, make sure you run your C2N2 weeklies. That was, I'm glad you said that because that's what I wanted to remember. There's some really fun stuff within the Star Fortress that you can unlock that we don't even know about yet because we haven't unlocked it. There's, um, a lot of little, there, you may be able to click on certain glass panes mm-hmm. and get into some areas. There's some hidden bosses. There's achievements hidden in there. There's actually a lot more with this Star Fortress that they never told us about. That is actually really super Yeah, there's fun. lots of lore in there, too, oh, so yeah. be looking for lore. Lore items. So if you're an achievement junkie, uh, definitely take your time going through those. Yeah, um, just don't speed through it. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else for SOTOR? No, that's it. I think that's our shortest SOTOR segment ever. I think so, too. But uh, before we get out of this, I, I do want to say I am still really enjoying it. There's I have a oh, reason, geez. no matter what, to log in. Um, I'm, I'm doing some crafting. I'm... Leveling up companions. I can't wait to jump to my other tunes and check out the companion stories now that they're, you know, ready to, ready to be unlocked in, in one, uh, fell swoop. So I'm excited. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun and I, it's a great expansion. Wish I wasn't going out of town this weekend because I could game for 24 hours, but that's fine. I'm just, I figured it out. You know, I'm actually, my favorite thing about working at a school now is I have three of the next nine weeks off. <laughs> Swelter time, dude. Yeah. Tell me about it. All right, man. So let's get to, uh, Star Wars, huh? I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. So welcome to the Star Wars section of the show. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get to Star Awkward silences aside. Uh, alright man, so the first one's yours, I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure by now anybody who spends their time listening to this podcast has heard about this on Twitter, but we've got the hashtag. No, no, no one's listening. True, no one. We need, this is where we need the cricket sound. 
I might put it in. Yeah, crickets are a whole other thing. You watched the last episode <laughs> of Last Man on Earth. Oh, right on. That was so good. Okay. Um, anyway, so if you, I'm sure everyone's heard about Force for Daniel. Um, you know, this, every time a major, a major saga blockbuster comes out, like with X-Men or whatever, there's always, I mean, and not to belittle it, but there's always a fan who is dying and wants to, to see it. And so what I love about this is actually a lot of the actors, I mean, uh, Mark Hamill and I think it was Boyega came on board, um, yesterday saying that they are supporting uh, let it, Lucasfilm letting Daniel uh, watch it, and I remember they did this for what was it was it Captain America or was it? Oh, that's um, what it was. It was Winter Soldier. Yeah, it was Winter Soldier, and they did, oh, and that was so awesome. You know, um, it was cool to see that happen for that kid. Yeah, it's the it's the you you brought up the logistics part of it is you know because there's NDAs. Up right. the wazoo. Plus, you know, how many people do you let them watch it with? Well, and that's the thing. Is it just that kid in a room watching it with someone from Lucasfilm who's already seen it? Or is it that kid watching it with you can't his make him 15? Watch it by well, that's what I mean. So, who do you have? I can, I, I can say limit to four. Okay, but still, four people that see it. I, you know, you can make people sign anything. I know, but if these But it's still people, the age of the internet, man. If these people are... Big enough Star Wars fans where this is his dying wish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're going to honor the NDA. I hope so. Because I, what I really, you know, and I do my best to avoid all the, I know all this and spoiler, leak this, leak that. I avoid that stuff. But what I don't want is after this kid sees it to have somebody leak something. You know what right. I mean? And, no, I totally And I want him to see it. I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. But at the same time, you still have to be careful how you do it. Um, and I'm sure that's what Disney's trying to figure out right now. They're like, all right, so how can we do this? Of course we want to do this, but is there going to be another kid after that? Is there going to be, you know, and I, and again, I'm not, I don't want to take away from what this kid's going through, but at right. the same time, this is Star Wars we're talking about. This is something that pretty much broke the internet a couple weeks ago. Like we can't, I mean, it's not, I mean, I, mean, I don't want to say this. I mean, it's the same company, but it's not Winter Soldier. It's not. You know, if somebody sees that a little early, okay, not the end of the world. But, I mean, this is something that has been... Has had a presence for 40 years. Well, not only that, but J.J. has kept some of these secrets so close to... So close. Yes. It would be a shame for it to get out now. And just, I mean, again, not belittling it, but I want want this kid's dying wish to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't want... It to ruin everyone. I'm afraid, you know, there are millions and millions and millions of fans waiting. Right. Waiting to see it too. So, um, we'll see how it plays out. I'm sure they'll do it, but I mean, I'm sure they'll do it right. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. So um, I rant a little bit. No, that's fine. Um, do we want to talk about Rebels? Uh, yeah, we should talk about Rebels. Yeah, let's quick. talk about Rebels. The first four episodes of Rebels, season yeah. two, have, have come out. Absolutely. Um, actually, you and I and your family just watched episode four. That was nice. Tonight. It was nice. The girls like, got all scared. They got all scared with <laughs> the multiple Inquisitors. Yeah. And they, we probably won't spoil too much here, but we are going to talk a little bit about what's been going on this season. So if you haven't, jump forward a few minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, it was really kind of cool because, you know, the the bombshell at the end of last season was that Ahsoka Tano right. is, uh, is their contact with the uh, Alliance. And uh, it's really kind of cool because, you know, of course they brought back um, Ashley. Who does the voice of, <laughs> of, uh, Ahsoka Tano. Yes. Um, you know, it's great to have her back, you know, from Clone Wars and everything, but 
it's it's really cool because it's it, they're able to start bridging the gap. They we run into the Lost Commanders, right? So we saw Commander Rex, which is cool, and a couple of the other clones. Uh, they're bringing them involved, and then of course with the last episode we saw the introduction of Sarah Michelle Geller doing the voice of an Inquisitor. Exactly, and the the fun uh, the fun part about the show right now is that we we're I feel like we're starting to get closer to a new hope. And where are these inquisitors? Where do these, you start asking questions like, where are the inquisitors going? Um, what happens to this budding rebel alliance, you know, led by Ahsoka Tano, led by, you know, where, what happens to Kanan? What happens to Ezra? All these things have to be kind of pretty much resolved going into A New Hope. One, we were watching the episode tonight and it just, I mean, I, you remember I looked at you and I said, I keep forgetting this is right Mm -hmm. before episode four. And so I'm thinking about it, you know, wouldn't it just be mind blowing if they brought these people into the live action of Rogue One? That would be cool. And it'd be in the right time frame. It really would be. And I think that I mean, and if you want to tie off some bows and kill off a couple of characters, that would be the way to do it. I think so. And it would it would really be a nice way to take the T what's you know, and you wouldn't do it in such a way like if you didn't watch Rebels, you're screwed with Rogue One, but it would be more like Here's this character we know and love from Rebels. Now it's in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. There's some I mean, kind of tie-off that, in yeah, that. Yeah, just imagine the Rogue One team. Because we already know that it's not going to be about the Force. Right. But, it's, I mean, it's not like you're going to have a whole movie without seeing any Jedi. Right. Maybe Sith. Sabine's there. Maybe maybe I mean, Sabine's there. I mean, maybe they run into a Sokotano on a mission. I mean... Yeah. It'd be cool. I mean, I don't know if they'll, I don't know if they'll do it, but it's something cool to think it about. It makes I mean, sense. The you know I can imagine uh, a couple folks being upset with us that we're bringing this up, but I mean I think it'd be kind of cool, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah, I think it makes sense uh, continuity wise and storyline wise. Agreed. I'm enjoying the new the the new season. I you know after you know reading Kanan, really being invested in Rebels, watching it with the kids. Uh, it's 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 really good. I'm waiting for. There's a couple things that I'm inevitably waiting for, and one of them mostly being. What, how are they going to resolve and or ha- deal with that conversation between Sabine and, not Sabine, and uh, between Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Vader? Oh no, that's gonna like, be How are they gonna do that? You know, it's gonna be the wrap up for season two. It's yeah. gotta be. What I, one thing I did love is the, uh, the side story for this issue, or this episode, um, was a Dejara game between, mm-hmm. uh, Kanan and, and Commander Rex. Rex. Yeah. And so they're talking about, the discipline of a soldier as opposed to the discipline of a Jedi. And I thought that was cool. They both kind of came at it with, like, their own perspective. But really, they're talking about the same thing, you know, which yeah. I thought because was kind of cool. It all basically came from who was who would be worthy to teach Ezra discipline. Right. Ezra, you know, again, as they go through these missions, although he still shows that defiant, that kid's defiance, he does continue to take that leadership role on missions. And had he not gone on that mission... Um, not to give us spoilers away, but we're talking to Inquisitors were there. Right. You know, no, things he, would have he, happened completely different. Yeah, when he destroys the door panel. It yeah. just shows. Right. So, anyway, I, I'm enjoying Rebels. Uh, I think maybe when... Is there going to be a hiatus with this? I think there is. Uh, maybe when the hiatus comes, we sit down and we talk more about... You know, a little maybe more in depth, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm good with that. But definitely check out Rebels if you're not if you're not already watching it or reading Kanan. You don't have to read Kanan to enjoy it. Or read a new dawn, but all of these things are really personally my favorite part of the new canon right now are the comics 
a new dawn book wise, you know, um, going into the force awakens because I haven't really been super impressed with some of the other ones. Right. Um, so definitely if you're into rebels, check out this other stuff. Cause it's really a fun, a, a fun way to look at it, but also it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily fit anywhere, but right. And it's great for families to watch together. Yeah. Which is cool. Yes. All right. So let's move on. Um, we only have two more uh, quick Star Wars stories, and they're both uh, revolving around merchandise. Um, my, we'll start with the sad one first. It looks like that Disney is uh, considering uh, retiring the Slave Leia merchandise. That's sad. Which, I mean... In this it, world of it, super PC... Yeah, well, it's formative <laughs> for those of us of a certain age. Yeah. I grew up with Leia. But um, it, it being Disney, you can kind of understand it. Yeah. And, I, you know... I, I can't ever remember seeing a piece of Slave Leia merchandise in Disneyland. You know what I mean? No, what, like I, what that, I think, yeah, I don't think they're going to They're just not going to do it going forward? Yeah, well, there's, I think the wording here is very particular. I think it's important that they're using the word merchandise and not collectible. Oh, okay. Because I think it just means we're not going to have, yeah, we're not going to yeah, we're not going to be having any, you know, action figures of Slave okay. Leia with the Java barge or anything like that. But I think there, it still does leave it open for Sideshow to do it or General for Giant or something. General like that. Giant or mm-hmm. the, uh, the Black Series. Okay. To still do what they want to do. Because when those are clearly geared to an adult collector. Right. And I wonder if they'll do the young, Black Series though, because that's kind of like a middle ground. I'm with It you. is, but it's, it, the price point is so high. It's, it is. It, it is geared towards an adult. I hear you. I wonder if it's more of a thing they don't want to, People, they've got enough complaints about seeing it in the stores. Obviously, you yeah, see... I think it's just something that the stuff. I think the stuff that's going to stay around is the stuff you have to either order online or you'll see in a comic or specialty shop or a convention or something or a convention, yeah. as opposed to the stuff you're going to see in the toy aisle at Walmart. I hear you, man. Well, I mean, it is kind of sad for those of us, but yeah. Um, the other one I didn't even see until right before we started recording. Oh, so, so much fun. You brought this in. Why don't you bring it up? <laughs> no, this is cool. Uh, uh, Duracell did it. You know, why you do advertise? Somebody, who was it? Josh brought that up today. Are we still doing advertising for batteries? I mean, there's like, what, two companies? But anyway, Dur- uh-huh. Duracell did a, a Star Wars commercial. And it is, it almost, not to be cheesy, it almost brings a tear to your eye at the end because... It's so well done. So there's a kid, and it's Christmas morning, there's a kid. Yes. He puts a battery in his new lightsaber, he's super stoked, and it ignites it. And then events start to unfold. His sister's in trouble, he goes downstairs, his mom gives him the lightsaber, it's so cool. Definitely check it out, we have a link in the show notes. But there's this really cool moment where, you know, he goes to save his sister, and... His sister fight starts yeah, fighting too. Yeah, they're battling ATATs, oh, Star man. Destroyers, everything, Stormtroopers and circling them. Yeah, and of course you have the music and everything else. Uh, it's it's a it's. But the best part of it is, is you know, because it's all really good CGI, right? And then it shows it from the parents' point of view in the living room, and it shows them out the window, and they just see the kids in their pajamas playing against playing the with blow up. Yeah, playing lightsabers and hitting the blow up snowmen. It's it's really. Maybe it kind of touched me a little bit too, cause you know, uh, cause of being a father and I'm looking and I'm like, I see my kids imagining stuff all the time, telling me what they're seeing and I'm not seeing it, you know, kind of thing. And I thought that was a really cool, really cool way to bring in, you know, I mean, granted, we're talking about a Duracell commercial, yeah. but it was, it was really well yeah, done. Actually, the way, the way this commercial made me feel is the exact same way I felt when VW did their commercial a few years ago with the little kid. Playing Vader, yeah. and the dad does the the uh, the the start button on his key fob, right? And he's like, 
oh, the kid is all startled because he started the VW. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it for Star Wars. That's it for Star Wars. We're on to pop culture. Boom, boom. You're up. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. All right, we have uh, actually a good-sized uh, rumor mill this week. We've yeah. got five pieces. Uh, actually, two of them are all are about Batman, so we'll do uh, those <laughs> first. Yeah, let's start with Batman. Um, there's two different rumors about what could be the villains in the next Batman standalone movie, which we okay. talked about last week, which was possibly being written and directed by Ben Affleck. Affleck, exactly. Affleck. Affleck. Um, Affleck. Yeah, but Affleck. <laughs> but there's two different rumors. The first rumor... Says that it could be the Red Hood. It'd be cool. Which would be cool. Which uh, it's now cool. that's from Arrowverse, right? No, that's Hood. But oh, never mind. I'm thinking of the other one. Okay, I'm thinking of what uh, what's her name's character is right now. Oh, you're thinking of yeah, the Red Arrow. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other one is is are we going to get to see Robin and Joker? I think that might be a trickier way to go because we've already seen Robin and Joker in both the Schumacher and... And the did, Nolan. Yeah, but the, who did the one before Schumacher? Uh, Burton. Burton. The Burton-Schumacher series and the and the uh, Nolan series. We've I just think... Both. I just think... It's just retreading ground. I think so, man. I think it's time to move away from... You know, obviously we're going to get the Joker and the Suicide Squad, but I think we need to kind of... Here's what's going to happen, and I think that's why this is a good rumor right now, is if Leto's Joker takes off, guaranteed he shows up. Yeah, if, okay, regardless of whether it takes off. there's a lot of rumors or, about yeah. him and how he played it and all exactly. that Exactly. Whether it takes off or not, just for the sake of continuity in a universe, and, and this is where we're getting, this is where DC's kind of dropping the ball on it, right. with like the Flash having multiple uh, characterizations of it, right. is, if even if Leto does a bad job in, in Suicide Squad, he's got to be the. If they do do Joker in the Batman movie, they have to do it. Yeah, I and agree. it has to be Leto. It has to be. Um, if not, then go with Red Hood because you can do a whole new cast. But it also shows that I mean, Marvel has shown that you can introduce one shot villains, absolutely, like Ultron, like Obadiah Stane. From uh, the first Iron Man movie. Oh, right, right. Yeah, totally. You know, Whiplash from the second Iron Man movie. For sure. And, I mean, it's doable. Again, I feel like if if they're really going to... I I don't know when Suicide Squad comes out, but I think it really is going to hinge on that. Because that next Batman movie isn't going to come out till after that anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't... I, I don't and this is all rumors anyway. Right. I don't think that they would choose to do the Robin Joker idea unless Leto doesn't does a, a, right. a good job. And the Red Hood, I think, is a good choice. Mm-hmm. For sure. I do, too. Anytime you pick somebody that's... I mean, it just shows... You pick somebody that's known but not famous, like Guardians of the Galaxy or Ant-Man. Exactly. Yeah. They can still get pulled off. It just has to be done well. And I think it will be. Exactly. Well, um, we do have to see how Batman v Superman goes, though, too. Yes. For sure. I agree. Um, now we switch over to Marvel. We've got a couple of different Marvel uh, news. Um, the first one is, you know, we've been following this ongoing drama in the last couple of episodes. Um, but it actually looks like that um, they're not just thinking about pulling Iron Fist out of the the Defenders lineup, but they're actually thinking about giving it a bigger budget and just making it into a feature right. that is re- re- released directly to Netflix. 
And I'm, I'm really, I'm really think that's an interesting idea. And I think they could do a lot of other comic properties or heroes well in a, sh- in short bursts. Like it basically, it would be like, imagine if they had only, if they had done Daredevil, right? In like, like they used to do miniseries. Yeah. Back in the day. Well, it's like what we're getting with the X-Files. Right. You'll get like six episodes or two two-hour chunks or two one-and-a-half-hour chunks right. and call it a day. You know, I think yeah. that'd be cool. Also, everyone forgets the heyday of the direct-to-video sequels or whatever. Yeah. You know, what you can do now so, is what is it? The one that always makes me laugh is like uh, Little Mermaid 8 or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. Spin Austin. <laughs> anyway, yeah. continue. I think it was Cinderella 3, A Stitch <laughs> in Time or something like that. <laughs> Um, Disney's really well known for them. So Disney already has a knack for doing this. But what you could do is you don't have to have the, I mean, you can put the production cost into the production and not into the manufacture of the product. Right. Like DVDs or whatever, when you could just push them direct to streaming. And therefore you're not having so many back end costs, you're just having the front end costs and you can do much better produced direct to DVD or direct to streaming. Right. Content. You know, and you don't get the semi-almost good quality of a direct-to-TV thing, Mm -hmm. and you get the high movie quality, but you don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah, well, plus being in an established universe like this, you're going to be able to bring in big stars in minor roles. Exactly. Um, The other bit of news we have is that it is now reported that uh, Michael uh, Stolberg is in talks for Doctor Strange, Um, not knowing what role he's going to play yet. But in this article, it has a picture of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, and it looks pretty darn cool. Um, Again, I haven't read the comic yet. I'm going to read it over the You weekend. just love the concept. I. It's because, again, he keeps appearing in Deadpool comics. He does. And he always plays a very integral, really, really cool, almost like a, I got to be here to make sure this is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, well, you got to okay. remember he's, you know, he's magic. Yeah, he's, he's magic. He's a mystic. It's yeah. not. And I love magic. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I got you. Yeah, no. So uh, it looks like uh, Stolberg is, is looking at the role that uh, Joaquin Phoenix has reportedly turned down before, but it still doesn't say what character it is. Uh, Stolberg has been in Boardwalk Empire in the Steve Jobs uh, biopic, um, but this is already becoming an all-star cast. I mean, it's already has been at Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, Tilda Swinton, who I couldn't remember the name last week, as the Ancient One, uh, Chiwetel Ojefor uh, is... Uh, it says Baron Mordo, uh, which is cool. Um, and then Rachel, Rachel McAdams is going to be doing it. So I'm I'm excited for this. This is going to be their November release next year. And I'm really excited about Cumberbatch being Doctor Strange because, you know, after watching him in Sherlock and some of these other things, what he there's something that I just got from the comics that I've seen him in. Doctor Strange, I'm saying, yes. that I think that he'll be able to, I think he'll be able to do it. I mean, he's able to do anything. He's Cumberbatch, but he's, but I think it's going to be a cool role for him. Right. It'll be fun. Cool. So that's it for our, um, Marvel, we uh, about news. That already, right? Yeah, we okay. did. Um, the, the last bit is, and this is an off and on rumor going on, but, <laughs> um, the X-Files is already getting possibilities of a spinoff because there's, there's a secondary team. Um, I think it's David Amell. He played uh, plays Firestorm in The Flash. Yeah, and I believe he's oh, Stephen Amell's name. brother. Stephen Amell plays. Oh, um, I didn't know that was his. Oh, okay, I, I think guess I brothers. didn't know the name. Anyway, Stephen Amell plays Arrow. Right. 
Um, and I, I don't think it's David, but it's, it's Amel. And he plays Firestorm in, in The Flash. Um, but he plays a, an FBI agent along with Lauren Ambrose. So he plays a, uh, it's Robbie Amel, my bad. Robbie, Robbie Amel. Yeah. And he plays a, a partner with, um, Lauren Ambrose, who is from Six Feet Under, uh, the TV show. She was also in, um, Can't Hardly Wait, the quintessential 90s right. movie, which was, uh, which was good. I like that movie. Um, but, but she's a good actress. Um, and it could revolve around their partnership. Awesome. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. So let's, let's hope we just get more X-Files. Yeah, more X-Files. More X-Files is good. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. Now we're just on to, to news. Um, we can run through most of this really quick because it's just hit and miss stuff. But, uh, unfortunately, let's start with some bad news. Fred Thompson passed away this week. Um, you definitely know the face, if not the name. He actually was a two-term senator from Tennessee. He made a failed presidential, uh, bid in 2012. Um, but I saw him first oh, yeah. in, uh, Hunt for an October. Okay. He played the aircraft carrier, uh, admiral. Um, but he was also in, um, many, many, many other things. Great actor. Oh, he played, uh, the DA on Law and Order for years. Yeah, Law and Order. Um, and it's just, I mean, granted, you know, politics aside, I loved him as an actor. Very entertaining, and it's, it's sad to see him go. Yeah. Um, it actually looks like Key and Peele are in talks with the director <laughs> of The Nightmare Before Christmas to oh create God. a stop-motion film. So anything that has the creators behind Nightmare Before Christmas and Key and Peele in it, I am on board. No, I'm in, dude. And I'm wondering what they're... I was wondering what they're going to do anyway now that they're done with their show. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Key is already picking up major roles. I mean, he was in Tomorrowland. Sure. Uh, you know, he's in... in he's many, a great actor. Yeah. Um, but. I haven't been seeing Peel in as many things, but they're both getting work, so it's good. Yeah. Um, big news, uh, John Stewart has signed a deal with HBO. To do what? Um, well. Cause I wanna know. I'm actually not shocked by this because that's where John Oliver went. Oh, but, yes. Um, HBO gives you a lot more leeway in the production side. And so it looks like John Stewart is going to be creating short content hmm. for HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO On Demand, you know, all that's that cool. stuff. With the possibility of first chance rights to series or movie producing things. Oh, that's so cool. That's Good cool. Friend. Yeah. So, um, we already know, I mean, it was released a couple weeks ago that he and his wife are, are creating a, um, animal sanctuary in New Jersey. Okay. Which is great. I mean, that's been his wife's longtime passion. Um, so it's do. great that they're doing that. Um, and I mean, you know, like I said, I'm really enjoying the Trevor Noah stuff. But like I said, it's like I, I want him to be able to do whatever he wants to do. He did exactly. Forever, He's far from you know? retiring. Yeah. Uh, we've got a, a bit of casting news. Uh, it looks like Ray Fiennes of, uh, you know, Voldemort oh, yeah. notoriety uh, is cast in... Um, uh, oh, that's right. He's playing. He's going to be doing the voice of Alfred in the Lego Batman awesome. spinoff with I, Will Arnett. I can't even tell you how excited I am about the spinoff of the Lego movie. I've... I thoroughly enjoyed the Lego movie. The I'm kids happy. loved it. And, but talking. Will, Arn- Will Arnett singing that song and being Batman was like the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Will Arnett's great. And I mean, this is, this is just going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm excited they're getting somebody with some heft to play. I mean, it's the same thing. They, they cast, uh, you know, Michael Caine to be Alfred in the Dark Knights. Right. You know, they're getting <laughs> so some funny, dude. Um, I'm already picturing it. It's hilarious. Um, it looks like they are doing some more casting for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And uh, Palm Clementiev is going to be in playing the role of Mantis. I actually had to look her up. I don't know who she is. She was in the in Old Boy. I never saw that. She looks cool. 
I'm not as familiar with Mantis either, honestly. But Guardians of the you had me at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I mean, how too. did you know Gamora going into the No, last I didn't one? care about that. But the point is this. I'm very excited about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I think this is just going to be one of those, just like Ant-Man's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like, you know, Cap. I mean, these guys are really, they work as standalone. They work together. I don't know. I'm really excited about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. They so do. I mean, I, they could put anybody in and she looks cool. I mean, Yeah, the, the cool thing with... Uh, with did I say that a lot? Uh, you did. Um, and it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing with Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, it takes place in space. They, they'll obviously be able to tie this over with X-Men if they ever work out a deal with Fox. Um, but also, you know, there's a bit in the comics where Thor gets left in, or not Thor, Hulk gets left in space. Right. So Hulk could always be involved sometime down the road. Thor could always be involved. Hulk and like Rock Raccoon were hanging. You know? Yeah, that would be cool. It's like, oh, who's that? He's hanging out with Groot. I am Groot. Well, in the Groot. Smash. The cool part about the Groot comic is that it basically takes place after Guardians and they go, they're, you know, fluffing around a little bit. And they're just, they get separated, but they're just kind of floating through space. Like, yeah. if Hulk's in space, what's that? Exactly. Pretty cool. Anyway. Um, other com- uh, confirmations, we've been discussing this over the last few episodes, but Hulk is now confirmed for the Avengers Infinity movies. Welcome to hard news, guys. Uh, You've also, been in room real for a while. Yes. <laughs> and Loki is now confirmed for Ragnarok. What was the holdup on that, do you know? I, you know, it's probably just... Ironing out the contract details. Well, it says for, oh, Thor, Thor 3, Ragnarok. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, if Tom, Tom Hiddleston, right? Yeah. If he didn't do it, I mean, you can't have Loki. Oh, exactly. He is Loki. He is Loki. Um, now just some behind the scenes stuff. Uh, Fox is, uh, has re-upped a, or have expanded a contract with IMAX. So this means we're going to be getting more movies in IMAX from Fox, like cool. Deadpool and Wolverine 3 and all this stuff. So, I wish Deadpool was coming out tomorrow. I am so looking forward to Deadpool. <laughs> and actually, since... Nice segue. We'll bring this up. If you haven't seen it yet... Good segue, guy. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds did oh. the best thing, and he went out trick-or-treating as Deadpool, and they filmed a viral video. <laughs> oh, my God. And it is awesome. We have a link in the show notes, and holy crap. This guy, Deadpool, he doesn't. it doesn't matter who he's around. He's going to cuss like a sailor. Yes. He's going to bark out orders, be sarcastic, and tell people what to do. Yes. It's awesome. Just like the comics. Everyone look forward. Don't look back because <laughs> I'm doing something with my hands. It's pretty cool. Uh, definitely check out. It's a video, a viral video we have in the show notes. Uh, I cannot wait for that movie. Yeah, no. It, it's, and Ryan Reynolds, perfect choice. Yeah, it's brilliant. Another thing that we're pulling out of the rumor mill and putting into hard news, Capaldi mm. is officially returning for series season 10. And he will join uh, David Tennant and Matt Smith as, both, uh, as all three being uh, in for three seasons. So we'll see where Do it they, goes from here. Gotta be his last season, right? You would think. Um, Outside of you said Baker was the longest. Running. I think Baker was the longest. He was but what, I, but, four seasons. Uh, more than that. He was. That was when seasons lasted more than a year. So, okay. well, I mean, the point is, yeah. is that I mean, Capaldi. If they even, you know, we've been talking about all these rumors and stuff around him because he doesn't seem to be as loved as a Smith or a Tenant, but they're keeping around for a third season, right? So. Um, do you keep them any longer than that? Also, you know, I honestly, I think it's really going to depend on what the interaction between he and the new mm-hmm. uh, companion is going to be. Right. Do you think it's going to be... Oh, you're behind. Never mind. We'll talk about Doctor Who one day. That said, there's also the rumor of them changing their seasons around. 
Yeah, to That's shorter more, seasons, but... longer episodes, right. a la Sherlock. Like Sherlock, yeah. But, you know, BBC has always been kind of different with the way that they do their shows because, you know, when they air over there, um, like one of my favorite shows is actually Stephen Moffat again. There was an yeah. old show called Coupling from the early 2000s. And, you know, the way we watch sitcoms is, you know, it's a 30-minute block yeah. with uh, interspersed with uh, about eight minutes of commercials. Well, so it's 22 minutes, 21, 22 minutes of content. What the BBC does is it's a half hour straight of the show followed by 10 minutes commercials. Right. <laughs> which I like better. You get longer shows. So they're in 40 minute blocks. Sure. Um, they, they tried that a little bit with NBC with their supersized episodes of, uh, Friends and oh, stuff right. like they that, did try that a in their times, last so. couple seasons. Yeah. So, um, they've, they've done that. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. One more thing. I know you're behind, but I don't, I, you know, I don't think this is the play time or the place, but how far behind are you on, on Doctor? Way. Oh, okay. I still need to you watch season seven. Any, so you haven't seen Capaldi at all? No. I'm one season of Matt Smith behind. Sigh. All right. Well, I was going to see if you think that the next, who the next companion was going to be. It's but... on my list. All right, man. Let's move on. Um, and last casting news, Nicole Kidman. This one from rumor to confirmation in a what? day and a half. Uh, she is not, she's gonna be, uh, she's not Wonder Woman. No, cause it's Gal Gadot. Oh, I got, yeah, but she's gonna amazing. be in Wonder Woman and it looks like she might be a, uh, Amazonian elder. Cool. So that'll be a good cool. role for her. Kate Blanchett's also in talks, evidently. Nice. So that'll be kind of cool. That'd be neat. Um, this came out today, but the title design for the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, uh, film franchise has come out and it looks pretty darn cool. Cool. Uh, so you see a link to that. Um, Chicago has officially approved the George Lucas, uh, funded museum to be there. And if you wonder why Chicago with George Lucas, why not in Marin County? Well, there was that big debate and we talked about that a while back. Didn't yeah. We? Well, yeah. his wife is from Chicago. So. Right. But they were giving him some flack about not giving him the land in San Francisco. Right. Well, it turns out he's paying for more parking for the Soldier Stadium, right. Soldier Field. And so, yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of logistics, but there's going to be a George Lucas museum. In Chicago with a whole bunch of Star Wars memorabilia. The one upside, obviously, it's the middle of the country. Downside for me is it's not three and a half hours away. Yes. It's now a three and a half hour plane ride away. After a couple hour drive. After a three and a half hour drive. Right. A three and a half hour plane ride. So, thanks, George. <laughs> Hashtag thanks, George. Um, that's, uh, the that's only, yeah, the, no, the last bit of news I have is, of course, Neil Patrick Harris. You know, this is post-Halloween. His family won Halloween again. Um, if you've never seen Neil Patrick Harris and his family doing Halloween uh, costumes, um, the, and there's a specific reason why I'm bringing it up this year, um, but they've done uh, Alice in Wonderland, where they dressed up as the Tweedledum and Tweedledee with their kids as oh, yeah. Alice and the, the Cheshire Cat, you know. But this year what they did is their daughter was dressed up as Leia, and their son was dressed up as Skywalker, and then they were dressed up as Han Solo and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then they had a stuffed Yoda in the scene as well. It's, it's brilliant. Check it out. I love Neil Patrick Harris. He is just, he is so good for all pop culture. Indeed. Um, that's it for me. All right, man. Well, uh, we're pretty much it for this, for this episode. The one thing that I think is important that we put at the tail end here is that uh, we are moving real reviews that we're going to spin off to Real 2, which yes. will be happening by the time you listen to this. Maybe you've already heard it. If not, if you want to hear about awesome trailers and some other stuff, 
jump over to that, it would have come out a couple days before this. So, and then uh, about a week after this, after this episode, you're going to be seeing um, our next uh, comics. Yeah, and I can't wait for that one because we have some Shattered Empire, the the, yes. the rest of that. We're covering some DC stuff. Some more Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Hopefully C-3PO will be out. I wouldn't mind throwing Groot in there. We'll see. It might be a little puffy one. A little yeah. puffier one. But that'd be all right. Cool. Um, real reviews. Uh, so check it, check that out if you haven't seen it. Haven't listened yet. And then we're gonna, we're gonna jump out of here, man. This is a good one. Under and, an hour. Under an hour. And, and it is important, man. We've been, because of Fallen Empire, we've been running super long. Yeah, I mean, usually we average between an hour 20, hour 30. Yeah, and, and I wanted to keep this one a little shorter, editing-wise. I gotta prep for this trip. Uh, when I come back, I'll be rip-roaring, ready to go. You know, like you said, we've got a couple weeks coming off here, so we're, expect a lot more content from us. Uh, more on the website, more to come, and some other things. So. Yes, that's it. Just kidding. Thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. We welcome all feedback. So. If you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs we've discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. Will is at IMO Griggs. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. See, I switched that around this week. Uh-huh. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Give us more ratings. We like that. Audibletrial.com slash usualpodcast. And help us out a buck or two an episode, patreon.com. Slash the usual podcast. Get some socks. Get some sex. All right. Perfect for the upcoming winter. Winter is coming. All right. We'll see you all next week. Did you just drop a Game of Thrones? It it may have happened. Well, it happened. It's over now. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Okay. All right. (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs)